Hello, and welcome to this special Christmas episode of Anime Audio Commentary. Today I'm going to be commenting on episode 9 of Ore Monogatari. If you'd like to watch long, then start watching now. So, as we learned at the end of the last episode, uh, Takio's gonna have to make a choice between spending his girlfriend's birthday with her or, you know, spending time with Makoto as his father undergoes a surgery, which in all likelihood doesn't sound like it's going to succeed. Obviously, this is a very unfortunate Catch-22, and I feel like it's going to have unfortunate repercussions. Because I feel like uh, Takio, he's sort of shifting between extremes here, either spending all of the day with Yamato or all of it with Makoto, when, you know, I think there might be room for a middle ground here that he's not adequately exploring. So I'm not sure where uh, things are going to go from here, because very clearly Takio is conflicted. He and Makoto had already sort of come to an understanding that he would spend the day with Yamato, but I guess based on this scene right here, you know, he's clearly not totally sold on the idea. You know, I feel like this is an unfortunate no-win scenario. Because, I mean, on the one hand, I feel like Yamato would understand things if the topic was explained to her. But Makoto sort of made it clear that he doesn't really want anybody to know about this. Yeah, you know, I think... Uh Takio is going to take a, a third option here. I mean, he's very clearly trying to offer uh, friendship and condolences and all that. But I don't know if he's just going to let it be.
And I guess good on Makoto to a degree, you know. Because I guess, you know, he was sort of critical of Takio's plans for the birthday. Rightly so, to a degree. But, um, you know, he's bent on it being a success. You know, it's that sort of constructive criticism that's so important and so rarely actually uh, given. So very clearly, just judging by, like, the outfit and how she's done her hair and everything, you know, this should be a good day. But I'm wondering just how much this whole thing is going to be marred by the situation with Makoto. I don't think Takya would necessarily break his promise and tell her what's going on. And I think because of that, if he's not feeling his best, it's going to sort of put a damper on the rest of the day. Oh dear. I don't like that one bit. I'd rather just have them be happy. You know, if nothing else, I think, uh, it's, um, maybe not a good sign, maybe that's not the word I want to use, but, uh, I guess reassuring, perhaps, that he's going to such great lengths to plan out this whole thing. I mean, I feel like in Yamato's position, that would be rather heartening. But, uh, you know, it's already sort of begun. Takio's mind isn't fully on the birthday. Wow. That is a striking image that he can just sort of hold a bowling ball in his hand like that. Wow. I mean, it's kind of hard to imagine that there's any possible way he could be bad at bowling, seeing how he can hurl a massive bowling ball like that. I mean, 16M. I'm not sure if that's supposed to be a unit of measurement or something, but, uh... Wow. Like, I know we've had sort of insane displays of physical prowess, like catching a, a steel girder and all that, but like, casually juggling bowling balls. That's crazy. I guess mainly because I have more experience with bowling balls than I do with uh, lifting steel girders. Man. You know, that's uh, not exactly a great photogenic smile, but it's nice that they're having a good time. And you know, that's sort of another thing, like... I feel like all of Yamato's friends certainly think higher of... Takio now than they did before. Granted, you know, running into a burning building was by and large the cause of that. Alright, so, uh, the date's going well, so I can only imagine that, uh, things are about to take a bit of a dark turn.
So I'm wondering what precisely this is, like if it's that high-end restaurant. I mean, if uh, Yamato read about it in a book or something, presumably a travel guide, uh... Oh, it's like a... a bakery for, like, high-end pastries or something. A patisserie, if you will, to use the French term. Well, it seems like they're also a restaurant, too. I mean, just looking at the place, it does seem pretty high-end. You know, I think they've managed to do a good job of conveying that this is a big, fancy place. I guess it's unfortunate that the topic of conversation has shifted to Makoto, if only because, you know, there's stuff going on. It's not like Yamato meant anything by it, it was trying to cause trouble. You know, I'm wondering if, uh, maybe we're just gonna spend the entire episode on the date and there's gonna be like a little bit of a stinger at the end regarding the surgery. I don't know. Like, I was really sort of hoping this episode would just be, uh... Like, essentially, like, nice heartwarming fluff and stuff like that. And so far, it kind of has been. But... At the same time, you know, I can't help but wait for the other shoe to drop. Alright, now that's, uh... That's a nice wish, even though it, uh, sort of violates the unwritten rules about wishing. And I guess it's also nice that they both have the same wish, incidentally. You know, that's a pretty hefty admission on her part, honestly. Takio is a lucky man. Yeah, you know, they still haven't quite got the hang of hand-holding. You know, I guess there are some logistical issues if you can just sort of pick up a bowling ball one-handed, you know. The size differential alone is, uh, rather remarkable. Uh, here we go. You know, I feel like Pavlov's dogs, you know, Yamato keeps bringing up Makoto and I feel like it's only going to cause problems. You know, she doesn't intend it, but, uh... I mean, here we go, you know, I'd imagine it's probably 2 o'clock by now, so things are starting. Yeah, I mean, there we go, like, is he gonna bail? Ah, dear. He's not explaining things. I mean, surely he has to do it, right? You know, he, he can't... He can't not do anything, but... Oh, no! Okay. 
All right, you know what? He's violating Makoto's trust a little bit, but he's, uh... At least he's explaining himself. You know, this is gonna earn him some points, if nothing else. Like, yes, it's your birthday, yes, we have all these plans, but I can't... You know, leave my friend on the lurch here. And I feel like Yamato... Oh, this is what I was afraid of. She's going to be sad about the whole thing. But to her credit, you know, these plans don't matter anymore. Okay. This isn't quite where I thought it was going. I thought she was going to tag along with him. Yeah, you know what? I, I guess I don't blame her for not uh, also attending the surgery when she wasn't supposed to know at all. Even if she's not necessarily thinking of that at the time, but, uh... You know, I'm not sure which would be better, honestly. Because, like, on the one hand, she can't be expected to just show up willy-nilly, especially when she and Makoto are, you know, at best acquaintances. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. This is tugging on my heartstrings, and I'm not sure I like it. And I really don't like that little, uh... That little bit in the middle. Life and then death. Oh dear indeed. So surely this isn't going to lead to more problems, is it? I mean, I guess that's kind of nice, you know, Makoto knew that this was something of an inevitability, but, uh... Yeah, yeah. You know, there definitely is a conflict of priorities here, but I don't know if you can really fault Takeo. I mean, we're also, uh, we're also not really sure of the nature of the surgery, so... Yeah, you know, I think that was sort of a deliberate choice, you know, you have no idea how long it's going to take. The nebulous nature of the surgery makes it seem more daunting. You know, I can only imagine it's likely some form of heart surgery, which, as I understand it, is a bit tenuous at the best of times. Yeah, you know, I'm, uh, not feeling too good about his father's chances of surviving. You know, maybe he doesn't die on the operating table now, but, uh, I don't know. You know, maybe I'm just being pessimistic, because I've assumed bad things were going to happen and they hadn't, but... I don't know, man. I feel like there are just too many hints here and there that things aren't going to be good. Oh. 
Oh, that's bad. I mean, I guess it's only natural in Makoto's situation to sort of blame himself, even if... By any objective measure, you really can't blame yourself, but... It's gotta be, like, some fundamental human impulse. You know, like, survivor's guilt or something like that. Ah, oh, dear. Uh, you know what? I appreciate Takio's perspective that it's not that, uh... It's not that Makoto was hiding things from him, but maybe he didn't have the ability. So, uh... It seems like everything worked. Which, uh... You know, that wasn't a given. I mean, it seems like they were messing around with one of the valves of the heart, and, you know... Like, he has to take, like, blood thinners and all that, or something. I mean, I guess there's something to be said for modern medicine, you know. Is that, imagine, uh... With minimal knowledge of how the heart works, like... The valves are kind of important, you know, you don't want, like backflow of blood, otherwise, uh, bad things happen. The human body's very interesting from a mechanical perspective because, simultaneously, the heart doesn't pump continuously, it pumps in a sort of staccato rhythm, but at the same time, the body can only really function properly if there's a continuous circulation of blood. So, basically, like, Veins have a sort of plasticity to them. Well, not just veins, but other blood vessels. So that they smooth out the uneven rhythm of the heart into a continuous motion. And backflow through the heart when valves don't open or close properly. That really causes problems. That said, you know, I'm not sure that the issue was necessarily that his father had, like, a, a faulty heart valve. I mean, they did mention, like, arrhythmia, which is, as I understand it, the heart isn't uh, maintaining a consistent rhythm. Yeah, I guess, point being, there's a whole boatload of potential issues, all of them are really bad, and, you know, if they've managed to sort of get things working, you know, that's about the best outcome you could possibly hope for. And incidentally, you know, I was sort of hoping that this kind of thing would happen, that Yamato would end up dropping by. I think it does speak to her good character that even on her birthday, even when there were plans, you know, she couldn't just stand aside and not show up. Now, I guess it's unfortunate that now Makoto has become the sort of topic of conversation that, you know, what, what sort of girlfriend would suit him well. I mean, it's been a busy day for the poor guy.
Yeah, you know what? I'm, uh... I'm glad I was wrong again about things taking a turn for the worst. I mean, you know, obviously things weren't as ideal as they could be. But, uh... Everything sort of worked out in the end, you know? It's nice. So I guess the question now is, uh, this is like a little story arc that's been wrapped up. Where do things go from here? You know, surely there's going to be some new challenger issue that will become obvious, but, uh, for the life of me, I don't know what it could possibly be now. I mean, it seems like, just from a perspective of Takio's friendship with Makoto and his relationship with Yamato, things are just on the up. You know, I really hope that uh, this is indicative of a longer pattern, that things will continue to be optimistic and happy, even when trouble happens. Alright, well that's it for this episode. If you've enjoyed it, then by all means, tune in for the next one. Merry Christmas, Space Cowboy. <laughs>